We're exclusive on the production. Your experience just got serious. Tired the phrase new year new me because every year we say that and then like a month and a half down the road we go back to doing the same old bs that we was doing back in our previous year let this year be nothing but accomplishments and stay away from all of the negative energy and attention welcome to 10 on the clock i'm tyrone smith wrong to exclusive hustle bandit sneaker bandit y'all already know the vibes Daytona 360 alive and in the flesh And first off let me once again start off by saying Happy New Year to everybody This is going to be a great year for everybody listening Everybody's going to have a great year We all going to lift up in positivity We all going to do things that we've always wanted to do Or we all we going to cross things off our bucket list Me included 2022 wasn't the greatest of years but i had a lot of positive things as well and it taught me a lot in terms of being a better person and and realizing that a lot of things that once excited me don't excite me no more and as i come into my 34th year on this earth i want to start off by saying that it's going to be better than my 33rd year or my 32nd it's going to be great all around I did do some New Year's resolutions for the show. I want to expand, man. Like, I I really want to go into, like, other different ventures in terms of sports. I want to do other sports because I think I have a lot of insight. And I really want to learn other different sports. I'm thinking about hockey next. Hockey was my, my first love growing up. I love playing hockey just so I can fight. And I, I really want to get back into into hockey. Now I don't understand the lick of it. I don't know the players. I don't know the rules. So I'm still trying to figure out what offsides is, and that's been for 20 some years. But I really want to learn and get into the aspect of hockey. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I, I think I, I really want to expand in on the clock. I just don't know how I'm gonna go about doing it. Yet. But that's one of my resolutions for this year, for this show. For exclusive is to bring more content outside of basketball. You know, you, you get tired of talking about the same thing every week or every two weeks or whatever the case may be. Next up, I want to fulfill my travel obligations to at least three NBA games. I do have some cities in mind. I mean, of course, I'm going to do my hometown market, Detroit. But I also want to do some outside of the city of Detroit. Like I said, I have I have some ideas of where I want to go and what I want to do. It's just a matter of me actually going about doing it. And last but not least, I want to get into live on location shows. Like I really want to expand. Like I, I want people to see my face. Like I was I, I, I used to be embarrassed about people seeing my face, but I don't, I don't think I should be embarrassed about people seeing my face because I'm, I'm a I'm a handsome guy many aspects of the way of being handsome so i want to want to get 
get into live location shows and doing videos and stuff like that. And maybe, maybe the the, the fan base will grow beyond belief. I don't know how that works, but I'm, I'm willing to try. But those are definitely three resolutions that I'm definitely looking forward to um, accomplishing this year. And I know for a fact that I'm going to be able to accomplish those things this year. I can't wait to actually do it. Let's go ahead and let's get into this week's episode. Now, normally I start off with my daily locks or I start off with news for the week, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm starting with my name that drafty. I do this every other week, it seemed like, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to drop one, the first one of the year. So hopefully you guys will catch on. I'm going to give y'all the answer at the end of the show. So for this week's name, that draftee, he was a Sun Belt Player of the Year in 1980 and a three-time first-team All-Sun Belt Conference member at Jacksonville University. He played three years in the NBA, and he played three years in Italy, Spain, and Turkey. In his four seasons at Jacksonville, he averaged 14 points and seven rebounds. Who is the NBA draftee that I'm talking about? Got time to figure it out? Go ahead and do your research. I will be giving my answer at the end of the show. Let's get into these daily locks now. Last week, I went five and four in my selection of games that I picked. I am currently 58 and 31 so far this year. This week, I am looking at the games on Friday, January the 6th. It's going to be a nice sledded game, so let's go ahead and pick them. First off, in my upset special, I'm going to take the Indiana Pacers to beat the Trailblazers. Next up, I got the 76ers over the Bulls. I got the Knicks to defeat the Raptors. In my lock of the night, you can give me the Bucks over the Hornets. I'm going to take the Thunder over the Wizards. In the the most uninteresting game of the schedule, I'm going to take the Pistons to defeat the Spurs. You can go ahead and give me the the Clippers to defeat the Timberwolves. I'm going to take the Cavs over the Nuggets in my game of the night. You can give me the Suns to defeat the Heat, even though the Suns have been struggling mightily this year. I don't know what's going on. Well, I know what's going on, but they need to get it together fast. And last but not least, in the revenge game for the Hawks, I'm going to take them to defeat the Lakers in L.A. Let's get into these stories. First off, let's talk about these NBA 2K23 type numbers that these players have been putting up. I always use this analogy when I talk about Luka because Luka has recently has just been the one that's been putting up these type of numbers, but it seems like everybody is getting into the 2K23 type number thing. And we're going to talk about Donovan Mitchell and, and Clay Thompson and the, and the performances that they put up. Monday. That's next week's episode. I got I got something to say about that. But let's talk about the previous week. 
Luka had a 60.21 rebound triple double. Is that not 2K? Is that not 2K like numbers? He also had a 51 point game during the course of that week. Two 20.20 rebound games by Giannis. He had a 45 and a 22 rebound game and a 43 and 20 rebound game. Nikola Jokic had a 41.15 assist triple double. I do want y'all to remember that Nikola Jokic is a freaking center putting up 15 assists. That's crazy. CJ McCollum made 11 three-point shots out there looking like a prime Steph Curry. Joel Embiid had a couple 40-point games. Steven Adams had a 23-rebound game. 13 of those rebounds were offensive. Let's not forget about what LeBron did on his birthday, putting up a 47-piece. So these numbers right now is ridiculous. And it just goes to show you that the, the talent of what the league is, but it also goes to show you what the league has been trying to push for the past five, six, seven years. They've taken away the advantages that a lot of the defenders had, and they're making this game strictly offense. And Steph Curry has changed it so much where everybody is shooting threes. But at the same time, you can't overlook the fact that what the overseas players are doing, the fact that those skill sets that those overseas players have has been seamlessly transitioned over to the NBA game in the way that the NBA is trying to play now. And you got these international players out here dominating right now. You probably can make the argument now that the three best players in the NBA are possibly international. And that's crazy. You, you never wouldn't have got this maybe like 10, 15 years ago or even 20 years ago, I don't think. But where the league is now, this is what this is. But the numbers, the numbers are crazy. The numbers are crazy. And if you go into an NBA game, you're definitely going to experience some crazy like things. Unless you're a Pistons fan, then you're probably going to be experiencing like 20, 30 points blowouts but hey it is what it is you know you, you go for the experience it's a great experience indeed so shout out to all them players who was out there looking like ai or mp or whatever the heck his name was from the nba 2k my career shout out to y'all minnesota minnesota has been stinking up the joint as of late now they did win their game yesterday against the nuggets but before that they was on a six game losing streak they're currently 16 and 21 on the season out of the playoff and playing consideration right now. And everybody want to know what the problem is in Minnesota. We obviously know what the problem is in Minnesota. Yes, Carl Anthony Towns is hurt. But Rudy Gobert has been looking like one of the worst trades in NBA history right now. Yes, history. He only averaged 9 points, 8 rebounds, and a block and a half in the previous week of games. And, I mean, that's solid considering the type of player he is offensively. He doesn't really do too much outside of what he does in the paint. But Rudy Gobert was brought in to lead Minnesota to a championship run. And he's not doing that. He has been stinking up the joint for the most part. He has not been what Minnesota traded all them picks and all those young pieces away to utah for and it's starting to look like a dud of a trade and it's gonna get worse because carl anthony towns is coming back 
which means that the spacing that they had or lack thereof is going to continue to be a thing of negativity and on top of that Carl Anthony Towns don't play no defense and what from what the forwards do he's gonna be getting cooked a lot so I don't know what you do if you're Minnesota <laughs> you you invested in the go bear for a long period of time I don't know how you fix this but they need to do something now because this experiment is looking rough which brings me on the opposite end of the coin. Shout out to the Brooklyn Nets. Remember when they was the most drama-filled team? And I was talking about them every week because it was always something going on. Well, Brooklyn has won 11, 12 straight games currently. They went undefeated in the previous week. They are second in the Eastern Conference right now. And what a different, what a difference defense makes. They wasn't bought in with Steve Nash. They were one of the worst defensive teams with Steve Nash. Now that Jacques Vaughn is the head coach, they are one of the better defensive teams. This is what I try to say. Sometimes it's not always good to get the sexy pick when it comes to players or coaches. Sometimes you get the guy, the low-key guy, nobody really knows about or some people know about, but they really don't. It's kind of eh with them. And those turn out to be some of the best investments that you could possibly make as a player or coach. Look, it looks like Kevin Durant and Kyrie are finally starting to buy in. And while I still have Boston as my favorite to win the NBA championship as of right now, Brooklyn is making that really, really tough. And that Eastern Conference elite right now, man, you talk about no games off. You talk about if you go through a little slide, you probably can be sliding down the, the rankings. That's what you like to see. This kind of reminds me what the Western Conference was like back in the day when you had all them teams and Denver had missed the playoffs the previous year despite winning 48 games or something like that. This reminds me of that. And last but not least, look, I got to talk about it. The brawl in Detroit. I mean, it really wasn't too much of nothing, but look, the Pistons have been underperforming. So anytime I get to talk about them in any type of light, I'm going to do it. Killian Hayes gave probably one of the, the, the softest punch slash forearm shivers to the I, I've ever seen in my life. And Mo Wagner is probably one of the greatest actors I've ever seen in my life. Like he really has a chance to be a legitimate actor once his playing days are over. Because the way he failed, you would have thought Killian Hayes warmed up with a baseball bat and clocked him over his head. And the way he fell was just, it was hilarious. In my eyes, it was hilarious. But I like to see that fight from Detroit because they ain't been showing too much of nothing this year in terms of that. They have been my obviously my disappointing team of the year so far. I, I just thought that they would be so much more than what they was. And Dwayne Casey, I don't know. I mean, I think he'd probably get a pass this year because K missing the rest of the year. Sadiq is kind of taking a step back. I mean, Killian is, is developing the way you want him to. Jay Nivey is developing. So a lot of the young guys are still developing. I'm, I'm worried so much about Sadiq and, I mean, Isaiah Stewart. He goes out there and he plays hard. But I just, I, I wonder if that seat for Dwayne Casey is starting to get a little, a little warmer. In my eyes, it should be getting warmer. But 
I do like the development of some of the players that the Pistons do have. I thought it would, I thought it would come to all to fruition full circle this year, but obviously it's not. Probably gonna be looking to getting another top draft pick this year to add to the young players. So there's that. And to end the show, I'm gonna give you the answer to name that draftee. You've had time to kind of figure it out. Once again, the clues for the for this particular segment was he was the Sun Belt Player of the Year in 1980 and the three-time All Sun Belt Conference member at Jacksonville University. He played three years in the NBA and three years in Italy, Spain, and Turkey. And he averaged 14.5 points per game and 7.2 rebounds in his four seasons at Jacksonville. The player that I am talking about is James Ray, who was the fifth overall pick in the 1980 NBA draft. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Prayers to DeMar Hamlin. He suffered a cardiac he suffered cardiac arrest last night during the Monday night football game of the Bills and the Bengals. He is the safety for the Bills. He suffered cardiac arrest. He is currently in critical condition as we speak. Prayers up to him and also prayers up to people who donated to his foundation. His foundation has over four million dollars in donations. So shout out to everybody who contributed to that. Let me also use this time to 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 say this. Don't let a person going through something. Don't let that be the motivation to you wanting to help them out. Everybody's out here trying to do something. Everybody's out here trying to make a positive living or trying to do something positive within themselves. If you see people like that, help to their cause, whether they're a nobody or whether you know them, whatever the case may be, don't let a incident, a negative incident, a life altering incident be the cause or the reason that you want to help somebody now. Keep the same energy when they was 100% completely healthy. I'm Tyrone Smith. Wrong to exclusive hustle band, sneaker band, the four point island lock them up. Wrong Daytona 360. Signing out, and I will holla at y'all next week. Peace.